0: You don't have an orgasm. You, you experience an orgasm. An orgasm is an experience. It's not something you possess. It's an experience that you that, that you feel inside. And for me that that experience, the whole sexual experience, is is an expression of of the planet. It's the planet expressing itself. It's 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 why that, that's the meaning of life for me. That's why we're here.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Deeper Podcast, a podcast for all of you who want more, more out of yourself, your relationships, your intimacy, and life. My name is Sofia Josefina, and I'm here to bring you deeper. I'm a sex, life, and relating coach, and I'm fascinated by all things masculine and feminine and bringing the two back together, helping people connect on a deep and real level so we can show up for each other, partner with each other in our healing, and call each other back into our power. A very important part of that for me is honoring both sides, the masculine and the feminine, creating more understanding, more compassion and respect for each unique experience. And so in this series, I'm speaking specifically to men to honor them, to hear their perspective and how they go through relating the feminine life, because so often we have demonized and devalued men in their experiences, needs and struggles. And I want to change that. So I hereby welcome you to my Deeper Into Him podcast series. And before we get started for all these conversations, I want to give a bit of a disclaimer because I realize that this conversation about men and women, masculine and feminine, can sound both heteronormative and gendered. Bear with me. Masculine-feminine dynamics play it out in every relationship, so when we speak about men towards women... I hope you can hear it as being the partner who is more in their masculine and the partner who is more in their feminine. And this very often has little to do with gender. In addition to that, I do want to acknowledge that men and women have completely different societal expectations in the world. And because of that, different lenses. For instance, we tell men they should man up and women they should smile. In that sense, some of this might be gendered. But I hope for people outside of that binary perspective. They might still feel some truth in any of these stories. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deeper Podcast. And today is a very, very special episode because today I'm sitting here with Federico, and I'm not going to give you a formal introduction like I normally do. All I'm going to say is that. This man is professionally in service to women and all the other things I am going to let him share with you. Today's going to be a very personal, very raw conversation on Federico's story, on Federico's journey, and I am just incredibly honored that he is here today and that he wants to share his story with us. So, Federico, welcome. So happy you're here.
0: Thank you very much, Zach. I'm glad to be here.
1: It's a real pleasure,
0: well, yeah, I've been
1: looking forward to this for, for <laughs> days because I know this conversation is not going to be like anything else I've ever done. Let's get straight to it, Federico. Who are you?
0: What's your story? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually just a normal guy. I, uh, I happen to be in a very interesting business. Uh, apart from that, I'm I'm just like everybody else. I I'm not a I'm not a PhD. I don't, I'm not a professor in anything. Uh, I'm not highly educated in any particular field, uh, but I spend a lot of time in and around women, uh, and that's my that's my thing. That's my passion. That's what I do, and I'm here to to finally talk about it which isn't something I would usually do. But I feel I'm at that place now where I can talk about it, express myself, hopefully help other men, which is really why I'm here, to be honest, is to speak uh about what men actually go through these days and how the challenges that they face uh, regarding their... Their role, their masculinity, uh, lack of it sometimes, um, and that's the field that I'm trying to get into is to is to concentrate, um, is to concentrate really on on men helping men now, you know, uh, playing my part there. And that's it. Really.
1: Can you share a little bit about why it's felt? Would um, be less comfortable for you to share about what you do and why. Maybe now it does feel like the time.
0: Because I suppose because what I do is it's very difficult for people to understand uh, unless they're actually in my shoes and they have their own you know assumptions and 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 ideas and preconceptions about what it is that I do and they're usually quite wrong uh, because it covers so many different things it's not about I, I use I, I use sex I use sex as a as a vehicle it's, it's it's a fantastic vehicle actually to get inside to get inside the mind of somebody to really explore them who they are uh, the things that they have going on in their lives sex is a great way of of grounding them and Making them feel like they're, they're almost not themselves. They're in a different, they're in a different world, in a different mode. When, when, you know, when, when we're in the, the throes of, of passion, the world, the real world no longer really exists. It's, it's, it's um, it's kind of time stands still. Um, you know, you you lose the, the role that you play if you're a mother or a wife or a, you know, whoever you may be, a carer, you no longer become that person. You're, you're in your world, which none of that exists. Just you. It's, it's just you there. And, and that's just a, it's just a great vehicle to use to, to, to reach that person. And it's beautiful when you do it. It's, it's, it's the best thing, feeling in the world to, to actually get to see somebody. The way they are. We, we all, we all have masks. We all walk around with our masks on. We all play certain roles in life. Uh, and we all pretend that we're not wearing a mask. That's, that's what I find very strange is that we all, we, we all, we all have it. We all, we all do it. We all, we all have the person that we are when we're at home alone. And we all have the person that we are when we're out in public or, or just with somebody. And we all pretend (laughs) that, that we don't. We all pretend that we are that person that we show to the public. And we know that we're not. We actually know we're not. And I find that, I find that fascinating. And, and sex is a great way of of just stripping all that away. Even if it's just for, minutes or hours or, or whatever. It's 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 just it's beautiful to expose somebody's pure soul like that. It's it's just wonderful. I love it. And that's what I get out of it. That's my that's my enjoyment. It's my validation, you know?
1: I knew I was gonna be moved in this conversation. I didn't think it was gonna happen in the first minutes.
0: But <laughs> <I>, I... <laughs> isn't that but that's just a problem, isn't it? I mean men the thing is men men, men want to please they, they really want to you know and they have a lot of they have a they have a lot to live up to you know masculinity, especially in the past i don't know two or three decades, it's really taken a beating men don't really know I mean, masculinity used to be a given it's not anymore you have to show it you have to prove it um you have to hold on to it it's it's such a it's such a fragile identity these days you know and 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 men are kind of lost they're lost in the back. you know they they don't they don't know which way to turn sometimes and all they really want Is, I mean, because I, I work with a lot of couples as well. And that's fascinating. It's really fascinating to study them and see how they interact with each other and how, how different they are in, in the sense that how different the man is compared to the woman. For instance, a man will, a man, he will take pleasure in seeing his wife or his girlfriend or his other with Another man and seeing her get as much pleasure as possible with another man, that gives him pleasure. And it also takes a lot of pressure away from him. Uh, because he then doesn't have the pressure of performance, for instance, or failure, you know. So this other guy is taken over for him and, and he sees his wife in complete bliss and that pleases him. And he'll say to me, I, I love seeing her like this. I love seeing her get pleasure. It gives me so much pleasure. But I've never, ever, ever heard a woman say the same thing. Ever. <laughs> no woman on earth, I don't think, will get the pleasure from seeing her man being pleasured by another woman. It just doesn't happen. They don't, they don't think that way. They just don't see it like that. You know, a woman is very, her sexuality, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but her sexuality is, uh, is highly narcissistic, really. Because nothing, nothing really turns her on more than her being the turn on. If she's the turn on, then that's, that's gonna turn her on even more, seeing her man getting turned on by her. Seeing her man get turned on by another woman, I's another thing, you know. Another The way I describe
1: this in my work is that the masculine, the man, helps a woman to feel herself deeper. Right? About yeah. know sex, he penetrates her so that she feels herself in places where she can't feel herself. And so, what the, what is sex intimacy almost was designed to do? It's designed for the woman to go deeper into her, and so. It is narcissistic in that sense. It is very mm. woman-centered because she is supposed to go into herself and go into her pleasure, and and to actually allow that to allow yourself to be the center of attention, to be the center of what's happening, and and to and to give that to your man. That feels very yeah. different, I think, than what we've been th- taught from like porn or or kind of our very limited sexual education of like what sex should be like.
0: It's actually yeah. very focused mm-hmm. on her. Yes. And that's you know that's not a that there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that 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 is actually that that's just the difference uh between men and women it, it, that you know, it just exists it is what it is it, it's there uh, and then it's it's fascinating to see it's it's fascinating to see it in real time in 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 action you know and I see it all the time I see it all the time and it's you know it, it's it's eye-opening. It's beautiful. It teaches you a lot. It teaches you a lot about yourself, you know. The more you study other people, the more you learn about yourself, really. You know?
1: What's one of the things that people, like, what's what's the pain or the longing or the desire that people come to you for? Is it, like, a mismatch in sexuality or just knowing that there might be more? Like, what is, what is the, what's the main thing yeah. that you notice around?
0: It's it it it's it, it differs. I mean there's if we're talking about couples there's one thing that's one thing. If we're talking about uh single people, that's that's another thing altogether. Um I mean, there's there's a lot of women that have um you know, society has a lot to answer for um in the way that women are portrayed and how, how they're seen uh by the rest of society, and how they're supposed to be, how they're supposed to act. You know, Freud came up with the with the dichotomy of uh, or, you know, or the paradoxy of uh, of a woman being, you know, partly a man and partly a whore. You know, and, and that's been known for a long time, and it's true, uh, and it's fine. It's fine as long as the woman accepts that that side of her. That there is this whole side of one, and embraces it and doesn't see it as something bad or wrong, then that's okay. But a lot of women that I see don't see it that way. They they do see it as there's something wrong with them. They shouldn't really feel that way, and over time it blocks them, it stops them having orgasms. A lot of the women that I see, single women that I see, come to me because. They want to discover if there's something wrong with them. If they, they find it very difficult to have an orgasm. In some cases, they've never had an orgasm, whether it be with their partner or alone. You know, through masturbation, they cannot reach that point. And they want to, they want to know if there's something wrong with them. And I know that unless there's something physically wrong with them, most of the time there isn't. There isn't anything wrong with them. It's 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 the the mental break that they have in their minds that stops them. You know, you've heard of the the accelerators, the sexual accelerators, and sexual breaks, and and how they work, and 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 so you know, some women have the break on all the time, and it doesn't matter if there is something that turns them on, and they do start to get aroused. You know, if they've got their foot on the brake. They're never going to get anywhere. No matter how much they push on that accelerator, they're just going to rev the engine up. They're not actually going to move. And so for me, it's just a matter of getting rid of, the, getting rid of those brakes, you know, get just, 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 just let's just get that out of the way. And when I am faced with somebody like that, 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 that has come to me specifically for orgasm, then. You know, the, the the first thing I do actually is, is tell them that I'm not going to give them an orgasm. You know, which, so I just get that out of it. The thing is, I, I know I am going to give them an orgasm. (laughs) I, I will. Okay. I mean, so, but I don't want them to know that at this stage. I want to get that out of the way so that we can start to work on the other side of them, the, the accelerators, the the parts that do turn around. And then, you know, the break will get, lit. as soon as the break is off, you know, she's off. She's, she's, she's gone. She's, she's away, you know. And, and then very often afterwards, they will sort of say to me, how did you do that? You know, well, how, how on earth did you do that to me? And, it, and I always say the same thing because it's true. I, I actually didn't do that. I didn't do anything. I just allowed her to take herself to a place. That she doesn't usually allow herself to go to. You know, and 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 I mean you know, I do that with lots of different techniques, you know, you know, using all the senses. Uh a smell, touch, uh a sound. Everything comes into play. Everything comes into play. And so I just allow her to to drop those things. Then, I mean, because again, they're not they know they're not being judged by me. So there's no judgment here. So they, they, they've come to me for a reason. They know I deal with this type of thing. I'm not going to, you know, think anything bad of them or, or, you know, or, or just, just, just project anything onto them. Because the main thing of what I do is actually getting rid of my ego. I can't do the job I do with having my ego in place as well. If I, if, if I'm in a personal relationship, that's different to some degree. But in, in these situations, if I, if I bring my ego into it, if I bring my likes and dislikes, my validations, my, my, you know, my, just, just the things that I feel inside about me, um, uh, you know, and even, you know, even my, my own shortcomings, they, they will, that will affect her, and that will affect how how I make her feel so for me as, as I said you know, female sexuality is, is is narcissistic, so it has to be about her totally. I don't come into it as long as she as long as she thinks that that she's arousing me then uh that's all. That's as far as I want to go when it comes to me. Okay. So I want to, I, 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 I have to somehow get through to her that she is arousing me without actually saying it or, or proving it in any way. I do it very subtly. And the more subtly I do it, the more they think that they, that they're getting me, that they're understanding something about me without me. Like, like, real, for instance, if, if I've got a, if I've got an erection, I'm not going to show her. I'm not going to uh, rub myself against her. I'm not going to do anything like that. I'm, I will accidentally touch her and then pull away as if, Oh my God, I didn't want you to feel that. That, that makes it better for her. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, It's like, oh my God, I'm, you know, I am, she's thinking, I'm arousing this guy and he's trying to, he's trying not to make me see that I'm arousing him. That arouses her even more because she now feels beautiful and desired, you know.
1: And she doesn't have to give anything
0: in return. She doesn't give. Exactly. Exactly. She doesn't give, she doesn't have to give anything in return. This is totally about her, about how, how she's feeling, how she's relating to herself. Mm -hmm. And then she becomes she she gets into her body, so the the brain now takes her back seat, because if she's in if she's in her head, all these other things are going to come up, and, and she's now the she's now being taken care of. Her role usually in life is to take care of people. She's a caregiver. Uh, in this scenario, she's not at all. She's the one that's being taken care of. That's a big turn also. Know, where she doesn't have to think, am I doing it right? Is he enjoying himself? Am I sexy enough? You know, Is he thinking about somebody else while he's with me? She doesn't have those thoughts at all you know, because she's the one being taken care of. She doesn't care about me, which is exactly what I want. I don't want her to think or care about me. So that's how I get through to somebody that's that has problems with, with orgasm, let's say. And then with couples, it's different. With couples, it's, 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 it, they, a lot of the time, they've been together for a long time. They want to spice things up. Uh They don't necessarily want to go as far as going to sex clubs and swinging and think that might be a step too far for them. So they'll take it easy with me, with somebody like me. I'm very... I'm very caring. I'm very, I don't rush into anything. Uh, I'm very respectful of, of them and of the, the situation they find themselves in. And also of not being, not, 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 not being too much for the, for the husband to take because he's, you know, he's got his, He's got his insecurities as well. And so I have to be mindful of that and not um not be too not be too overpowering and, and include him as much as I possibly can. And teach him as well, actually, you know teach him to 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 learn from from what I'm doing. I well I'm very slow in what I do, something I'm really slow and methodical in everything that I do. And I'm very slow in, in this process as well. So it's, I'm, I'm more than happy to take a step forward and two steps backwards sometimes just to allow things to settle and flow. And then I can pick them up again and take them a little bit further and then pull back a little. And so it's a very, it's a slow process for me. And it works, it works that way because then the man becomes trusting of me too. And we become as one almost towards his his wife, and it's it's a it's beautiful for her to experience because she sees now she sees her husband in a different mood. He's not usually like this. They have their set routines, and it always there's nothing new. Everything spontaneous that was going to happen in that marriage has happened. It's probably not going to happen again, and it's done. You know so this is totally new to them it's a new experience it's a new feeling, and they take it with them when they leave so you know the the experience they will talk about they'll talk about it later you know in bed, they'll relive it. it it stays with them and then they tend to come back to me every i don't know every four or five months six months sometimes they'll come back to me and do it again, and it kind of it replenishes them. It pushes them up again, you know. And so that's, you know, and I love that. I love that. That's, that's what I'm there for. You know, I'm there to help, to help them, to make it better for them, to make them more whole as, as a couple and validate the fact that they're, that they're still, they're still together. They're still, they're still, Love each other in this life, even if the desire may have waned. The love doesn't necessarily wait. And love and desire aren't necessarily the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm waffling. I've gone on no, for so long. Now. I was just thinking, <laughs>
1: I could listen to you for hours. <laughs> <laughs> I am moved. I am moved because I, I can feel the pain that we don't have people like you as a normal part of our lives because I can feel like I mean I, I work with sexuality and I I wish myself somebody like you in my life. I wish so many people somebody like you in their lives because this is so, I, I, I don't want to use this word, but it's almost like you're a mix of the elder and the person who knows so much about sexuality, like the, the holder of the wisdom of sexuality. That's what you feel like. And it's just I. I can just feel the pain of that. This isn't normal, to have people like you supporting these kind of relationships. And I, I, I don't know what if you're willing to share something. But were you
0: always this? <laughs> were you were like this? Maybe you were. I'm sure that happened. <laughs> I, I, I think that's always been part of me. Yeah, I think yeah. it. Has, I think it has always been part of me. Um, it's grown the more, the more I've always been, I've always been fascinated by relationships and by, you know, how people interact with each other and, and why they do the things they do. Um, and yeah, I and mean, when it comes to sex, I, I started very early, certainly. I mean, and I, I was, I mean, I was, I was 13. When I when I first started having sex with an older woman, and she taught me a lot. She really taught me, and I'm so grateful to her because you know all my friends were kind of you know the usual sort of teenager, sort of making making themselves making themselves sound, you know bragging. About the women that they bedded and 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 all that, and I just saw that as so childish. Even even then, I just didn't want. I, I didn't want to go into into any of that. It was kind of for me. It was very personal, and even then, it was sacred to me. Sex is it is very much sacred to me. It's not a it's not an act, you know. It's like it's like orgasms. You, you don't. You don't have an orgasm. You experience an orgasm. An orgasm is an experience. It's not something you possess. It's an experience that you, that that, that you feel inside. And for me, that, that experience, the whole sexual experience is, is an expression of, of the planet. It's the planet expressing itself. It's, it's, it's why that's the meaning of life for me. That's why we're here. You know, it's, it's the planet actually, actually, Feeling the feelings that we have, the emotions that we have, and you know, uh, all all the the thoughts that we have are just, and they come from this, you know, grey matter, this this mush of, you know, of blood sugar and fat, you know, it, it holds all this, you know, all this treasure that we know nothing about. The human brain is. It's fascinating! It's 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 beyond our comprehension. It's actually, I think some I heard somebody once say, uh, "We will never be as clever as our brains." And I thought, "Yeah, you're right. We will never be as clever as our brain. It, it's just you know, it's way beyond our comprehension. So, and it can it can give us all this, you know, all that, you know, what you feel, what you go through in, in orgasm. Because when you, you, know, you, you are, I mean. The French call it la petit mort, don't it? And it is that you do, you die for a second in the West. You, you have this out of body experience. And, and what's more beautiful than that? And, and that's, that's the industry that I work in. I mean, I'm so lucky, but not for the reasons that people think I am. You know, other guys think I'm the luckiest guy in the world because I get to sleep with so many different women. I have all these experiences and I traveled the world and none, it's nothing, none of that actually means anything. You know, it's, it all comes down to that singular moment where you feel, where you feel that you just transcended everything. You know, and you can feel that you're, you've done it to somebody else as well. You, you've, you've taken somebody with you or they've taken you with them. Either way, it doesn't matter. You, you're both experiencing this moment, which is it is, it is sacred to me. It means everything to me. Can
1: you share more about this because I, I know that there will be women listening to this that will find it hard to believe that her pleasure can nourish him. And that when all eyes are on her and it's all about her, that that could be a nourishment for a man, that that could be rewarding or enough. Right, I think we're all so conditioned oh, yeah. as women that we should be writing him. We should be giving him a blowjob, right? We should be doing the things that yeah. he's experiencing pleasure. And I, I like, I'll tell a personal story. But I've been dismantling it myself that I realized all my pleasure was performative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was doing everything not really for me. It was I was just a an entertainment, and so yeah. when I was very orgasmic i thought that was for me but it wasn't it was for the for a guy to feel really good about himself yeah and now in a relationship where this man doesn't need that much for me and all of a sudden i don't need to be all those things and it's completely uh, different what is sexuality if i don't have to make him feel good about himself
0: yeah uh, i mean <laughs> and yeah because that, that that's limiting for you as well you know to, to, to have to, to think about Again, we're going back to the caregiver. You're, you're a caregiver. You're you're caring for him, you know. You're trying to get your you know, your uh, your your little bit of satisfaction as well. But your main, your your driver was making sure that he was taken care of, that
1: you
0: know? he felt good about himself.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I am safe. That's what's
0: coming. Exactly. Yeah. But what what you what you were missing at the time is that. What makes him really feel good about himself is seeing you feel good about yourself, which takes, actually, which enhances his pleasure as well, because it, like I said, it takes all the pressure off him. He, he's not, he's not he is not, he's the only indicator a man has of whether the woman is being, is, is happy or not. Is by the, the sounds that she makes. Let's say that's, that's all he has. He has nothing else to go on, even though there's so much more there for him to go on. He just doesn't see it. Women communicate all the time with their bodies, all the time, you know, and they're brilliant at doing it. They're fantastic at doing it. Men just don't pick up on it. Mostly because men don't do it themselves. I mean, we all, we all communicate through our bodies. That's you know, that's that's a reptilian thing that's still with us before we had language. We communicated, you know, we didn't communicate with language because we didn't have it. But we still communicated. We knew when somebody was hungry or cold or, or whatever, you know. We knew it and we, we could talk to each other by giving giving a look or an expression or or something. That's still with us. That 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 part of the brain, that reptilian part, the mind part is still there. Uh, we've lost the ability to use it, and men seem to have lost it more so. But women have—they've regained this. I mean, they—they haven't—they they've, they've, haven't lost it as much. And men miss out on that. I—I I, I can, you know, I can read a woman just by looking at her blink rate, for instance, her breathing rate. You know, I can try and monitor her heart to see where where she is, you know, blood pressure wise. These signs are all there. You just have to look. You just have to take them in. And when you can, when you read them, it's it's easy. It's like we've we've made you know, the problem isn't that I hear it so much that women are so complex and men don't understand women, and you know it's just to me it's just not true. Um, men are just as complex as women. You know, the problem isn't that women are complex. It's that men think they are. That's the problem. You know, this is, we, we, we oversimplify men and we overcomplicate women. That's, you know, and we shouldn't be doing that. We really shouldn't do that. You know, women, women, actually, when you break, when you break them down, this is, you know, this is what I do as well is because I don't know this. I, I may have just met this woman. You know, 10 minutes ago, I, I don't know anything about her. I don't know her life. I don't know what she likes, or she doesn't like. You know, either sexually or not sexually, I just don't know her enough to be able to confidently say, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to please her. I'm going to, I'm going to give her a great time. She's, you know, I, and so how do I get, how do I combat that? The only way I can is to, is to strip everybody down to the core. So once I know that the core of every person is actually the same, we're all exactly the same. We all, we all love and feel, and and you know we all have the same sort of emotions or in the same sort of times. We all, we you know, we, we're all really when you take out you know all the external stuff, and you just look at the, the soul of a person, it's it's the same as anybody else's. It's pure. It's beautiful. It is with the woman. It's, you know, she's soft. She's caring. She's empathetic, empathetic. She's compassionate. Uh, she's agreeable. She's, you know, she, she, she's more in, in, intuitive. She's more in, in tune with the world around her and herself. Uh, she's more self-aware than a lot of Um, there's, there's all these things that I can, I can sort of attribute to you as much as I can attribute to a woman I've known for 10 years. Uh, you all have that. You all have that. And this, this beautiful, it's what makes a woman, a woman. I hear this question all the time recently. What is a woman? You know, it's like, wow, really? And it's, it's right there in front of you. If you want to look at it, if you want to see it, it's not about genitalia. You know, it, it's, it's about all these other things. And so when you can, when you when you look at a person like that, when you look at the core of a person, you you connect, you automatically connect because it's like I know you, I already know you. I may not have met you before, but I do know you, you know. And you may not realize it, but you know me, you know me as well, and you're going to get to know me in the next hour or so, and you're going to get to know me, not what you see, not the person, the image, the idea you have of me. You're going to get to know me. What do I have? My, my compassion, my love, my, you know, the, the feelings that I have towards my fellow human beings, which is, it, it's, it, it's, real, it, it's, it's real love. And when you, when you practice love, when you assume that the, the things that are in front of you, the person that's in front of you is, is valuable and you act according to that, then you connect. And automatically, it happens the other way around as well. They will connect with you too. And so now you're on a different level. Now you can begin to be who you are without any, without all the assumptions and preconceptions and biases and, and everything else that we carry around with us. You don't need that stuff.
1: Can I ask you like i'm there's men listening to this podcast, and I'm sure they are equally inspired and intimidated by you and and I'm sure they can feel that they that this is an energy they would love to bring to their relationship would love to bring to their lovers. What can they do? How can they start this or 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 how, how like what's the shift they could start playing with towards their women? Is it about connecting to the sacred is it about connecting? devoted fully to her?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. That's <laughs> like very, very difficult to answer that. You know, I can just think mind. of a
1: guy listening to this thinking, I want to be just like him <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I think it, I think a good start is to is to totally shed all the judgments that you have. Get rid of get rid of those and just start Start with it like, like when I was I was just saying about about connecting and just seeing the soul of a person rather than the exterior. Uh, if you can start, if you can just get rid of all all the judgments that you have, and not, not not necessarily about just this one person, but about everybody that you come across in life. But if you're talking about the one woman in your life, or you know, the woman you want to be with, then I would start with getting rid of all the things that you think you know, uh, and start to start to learn, start to be in a, in, in a learning mode rather than in a in, in a teaching or leading mode. Start to start start to learn. I mean, always assume that. That they have something to say that you don't know. They they know something that you don't. Always assume that. You know, if you if you do that, you're going to learn, and you're going to put yourself to one side. You're going to put your ego to one side. You know, and you're just going to concentrate on what you don't know, and assume that she knows something that you don't because she does. <laughs> I assure you. <laughs> yeah, and so funny. from that.
1: My partners sometimes have like we do like a role play where we, where we pretend that we go on a date and we've never met each other before to get in yeah. that sphere of kind of yeah. or sorry it's in that zone of like I I know nothing about you, mm. so it, I'm going to yeah. have to start with a blank slate and, and 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 learn again instead of assuming like oh I know what she likes.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and get and also get rid of your your own as the man get rid of your own your own likes and dislikes, they, they they shouldn't really come into it. It's like, like, I couldn't do my job if I only wanted to work with women that, you know, if I'm into blonde haired women with big boobs, and if they haven't got blonde hair and big boobs, then nah, I'm not really into them. I, I can't, <laughs> I can't approach anyone like that. It, they, that doesn't mean anything to me. Their Their body shape, size, whatever, it's, they're shaming themselves a lot more than I'm not shaming them at all, you know. And that's another thing I need to get rid of straight away is, is for them to stop body shaming themselves and slut shaming themselves. Because they do that a lot more than men actually do it to them. You know, a woman slut shames herself all the time, you know, much more than men slut shaming her, you know. And, and, and so, you know, you need to get rid of all, All this stuff—it's just meaningless, and it just gets in the way. So, I would say to men: just begin with that. Begin with with coming from a place of learning, rather than rather than than trying to teach them or or think they're on any particular level above you, below you, whatever. Just just come from a place that I know absolutely nothing and what you just said there's beautiful you know it's just opens up so many different doors And you just i know nothing about you let's just you know, let's just see where this goes let's see if i can learn something about you
1: i've often like somebody described this to me i i, I my sexu- sexual orientation is somehow towards new things new people and that's thing. yeah when you're in a long term largely monogamous yeah. relationship that is harder to do and i yeah. I, I i'm by speaking to you it's starting to land a little bit in me that it's this blank slate i like the blank slate i like the two people that know nothing about each other and yeah. now you have to listen versus the the routine or or, or we know what's going to happen or i know what you like i want somebody to try it out and to get it wrong
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: it's i've always looked a little bit down on this element of myself but now I'm hearing you, I'm like, that's actually what it is. It's just like black slate yeah. and this like, energy of, I'm here to just listen because I know nothing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and, and another thing is that men, well, they, they, they think of, not just men, society in general, I think, thinks of sex as, as being the property of men. Yeah. And it's not. Not a property of men at all. In fact, women, in my experience, women are so much more sexual than men. So much more. And they have so many more different avenues to go down as well when it comes to sexuality. There's so many different types of sex, you know, and women can experience all of them and, you know, I mean, they can have multiple orgasms, for God's sake. I'm so jealous. And, you know, I wish I wish I could have multiple yeah, but men can't men 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 are so limited sexually when it comes to, when you know, compared to women they're just so limited women have this whole range of things that they can do and feel and go down men ah, it's a bit it's a bit straightforward it's it's always orgasm driven as well you know the goal with a man is usually always orgasm whether it's his Or his woman's orgasm. That's always the goal. And it shouldn't be. You know, the goal has to be pleasure. It has to be, you know, that that journey is the most beautiful thing. The orgasm is, for me, it's almost an end, you know, to it. You know, I don't want to get there. I'm enjoying this too much, you know. So that's, you know, that's another thing that, that, you know, sex is, is not the property of men at all. You told me it shouldn't be seen that way. It shouldn't be seen that way.
1: I'm going to challenge you even a little bit that I've, I've said for years. I'm like, I don't even think it's about pleasure. I think it's about sensation. I don't necessarily need it to feel that pleasurable. I If I cry during intimacy, that mm-hmm. was a great intimacy, <laughs> right? It's not. I think somehow the masculine lens that things need to be fun and pleasurable and light and easy and not awkward, whereas in a feminine body... I yeah. care about feeling life, and sometimes that means I'm just almost aggressive, or sometimes I'm just crying, or sometimes I'm just I'm giggly and playful. But I want to feel something. I want to feel life. I want I want to be made to feel something because of yeah. my lover, and it's yeah. not. It doesn't have to be that incredibly pleasurable sensation. Yes.
0: Yeah. I'm well, be, I'm going to challenge you on that now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because for me, pleasure isn't just the pleasure of oh, this is wonderful. That's not necessarily pleasure. Pain can be pleasurable. In the sense that you know, pain, pain, argues for itself. It's real. You know, it has meaning. Uh, whatever you're feeling, whether it's whether it's anger, whether it's you know, Euphoria, whatever it is. That's, that's pleasurable I mean, That, that's, 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 I mean, it, it's, um, it's, it's the polarity. You need both to make it work. So, yeah, I, I count that as, as pleasure. Even the, the pain that I might feel is a pleasurable pain because it shows that I'm I'm alive. I'm feeling this. It's real. It has meaning. You know, the only things that are really nice are the things that have meaning to you. Everything else is just uh, small paper. It's, it's meaningless. It's nothing. You know.
1: You know what's so beautiful about what you're talking about. I, I, I've spent a few years in the tantra world, and it's so much about women being sexual healers and women d- being dakinis and being this and being that and being priestesses and and and, and not to discount any of that but there's so few examples of men who are embodying that. Yeah. That I feel like, especially in kind of the conscious world or the personal development world, women somehow are the teachers now. Yeah. The teachers of sexual liberation and of sexual opening and of sexual temple and all of that. And hearing you speak, I'm like, wow, there is a whole lineage in our men of men as sexual bringers of sexual healing. And yeah, we don't honor our men enough for them to 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 be even be even seen like that.
0: None, you're absolutely right. Yeah,
1: and, uh, I've never I've never allowed myself to even look at a man like that. Of like, oh, but you could actually give me healing. You could, I could. I was oh no, but I'm the more developed one, so I'm gonna show you the way to God. But yeah. when actually, I'm sure that in every masculine male body that there's that same wisdom is there as so evidently in you and so women are so many women must be longing for this So many people must be longing for what you have to bring and yeah so that's one thing the other what I actually wanted to ask you is in Tantra we believe that a man expresses his love through his sexuality Mm -hmm. is that something you recognize because I, I I recognize in my own relationship and also from what I hear from other people is that it's extremely important for a man to express himself sexually because that's how he shows her and he loves her.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of truth in that. I don't think it's as black and white as that, but it's, it's much more complicated. I think when it, when it comes to men, I, I, I think, I think society has played a, a huge role in this, in, in, in that this monogamy thing, for instance. The, the idea that, um, that monogamy is, is really reserved for, for women and not really for men. It's really, you know, it's, uh, and, and again, monogamy, the meaning of monogamy has changed over the years anyway. Monogamy used to be, um, one partner for life. Monogamy now means one partner at a time. So it's, 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 it's changed. Don't mean the, the, the whole, the whole, and then then you have porn. Porn has, has come in, and that's changed how men see sex and themselves as well, and their performance and what they're supposed to do, and how you know that's kind of because you know we, we, we've transferred we've transferred male sexuality really, and, and this has gone for decades. And we've Male sexuality, we've compared it to almost animal sexuality in that, you know, an animal won't attach. Most animals are not monogamous. They don't, they don't, they don't stay together for life. And the ones that do, we don't really know why they stay together for life. Is it love each other? Are they in love? You know, only two ducks in love with each other. We don't know, but, but we know that they, these particular breeding ducks stay together for life. And, and we think that a man is made to, to seed, to sow his seed. I'm not so sure I'm convinced about that argument. I don't think that, that it's, it's, it's as simple as that, that, that men, that we can compare ourselves to animals. If you look at animals, then, then you know, an animal would just mate with any female that would allow him to mate with and, and then he'll choose another one, and, and that's really what we're like. But because of religion and culture and and all these doctrines over the years, that we've convinced ourselves that no, we should be with one partner. That's not true. I, I, I actually think that we are different to animals. We we do have a a sense of monogamy that does does attach us to a particular a particular woman a particular other, whether it be a woman, a man, whatever. I I think we have that within us. I think it's a lot stronger in us than we realize that it is. I don't believe that a man has to, because if you give that to a man, if you say say to a man, okay, you can go down there and you can have any woman you want any night of the week, it doesn't matter who it is, she's always going to say yes and you can always have her, he will be the unhappiest man on earth. He doesn't want that. You've seen that with, with Hollywood stars and whatever, where they can have any woman they want, but they're not happy. It doesn't help them. It doesn't help their sexuality. In fact, it destroys their sexuality. It makes them, it makes sex less important to them. When you can have it with anyone at any time, it doesn't mean that much to you. And you actually start to feel that there's something wrong with you, you know, in that, in that sense. That's, that happens a lot to guys in my business, by the way. They don't last very long because because it becomes not, where they they used to have a chase and they would have a woman with them and and they would be with them for a couple of weeks or whatever and then move on to another woman. That's one thing. Actually, having three different women living in you know five days a week is another thing altogether. Right? You're going to destroy yourself, and a, a lot of men do in this business because of their reason because they. Your, their sexuality, their masculinity almost has been taken away from them. So, no, I, 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 I don't think that men, that men can only show love through sex at all. I, I don't believe that. I, I believe that's a big part of it, uh, but I don't, I, I think there are so many, so many other ways that a man can even, for instance, if a man has sex with you, but without penetrating you, Without thinking of his, his, his own, uh, his own enjoyment, his own validation. That in, in itself is a, an act of love. You know, and he hasn't actually done anything for himself. He's given it all to you. That's, that's love. You know, yeah. How come you
1: didn't burn out?
0: How come? Because I, because I recognized it. I recognized that I was, I was at, you know, I have been at those points. And I've 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 acknowledged it, I've pulled away from it, I've healed from it, I've learnt I've done a lot of work on myself over the years. Uh I'm very much into uh, I'm very much into neurology and the human brain and how it works. And so that's that's really saved me. That's led me to understand myself, it's led me to understand other people. And how I can avoid pitiful, you know, um, you can't, you can't change anything that you're not aware of. So if you make yourself as aware as you can about everything, as, as much as you can, um, you can avoid things, you know, as long as you're aware of them then you can take steps. It's only when you're walking blindly that you fall into these traps. And so I think that's what's allowed me to avoid them. And now, my now, I, I like I said, I, I'm, I'm getting into men. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna indulge in in that side, you know, and and help in that in that way rather than directly towards women. If I can help other men, then I'm helping more women than I can possibly reach, you know. And that's why I'm here, really speaking to you.
1: Yeah.
0: It's been yes, great. We
1: need this. We need this. We need a lot of what I teach is that we, you can't as a woman you can't go like oh we're are we are all the good men and then just lean back.
0: <laughs> right. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Makes,
1: what makes a man feel great and 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 feel like feel two feet taller is a woman. Exactly. I
0: exactly. have the
1: power to break my love down, and I have the power to build him up. Yeah. And. and What you are doing is so important because we need more men to realize actually how powerful they are.
0: Yes, absolutely. And the lives, the lives of women will not change until the men show up. So they need women need men to show up because that that will change them. That will change the women of this world also. And I do feel I feel a little. You know, I, I do I do feel a little strange sometimes talking to you about women. You being a woman. It's <laughs> like I'm telling you, you know, why am I telling you? she knows this <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah.
1: What is it that what are you most excited to teach men?
0: To teach men.
1: Yeah, what are you most excited to,
0: to bring? I I'm excited to to reach to men to understand to to to, under, to understand that that they are, they have everything they need. They're not lacking anything. It's, it's not a case of them not being enough or them uh, judging themselves against others, against other men, against you know, penis sizes for instance, massive with men, you know. And it, it's it, it, it's so unimportant in the greater scheme of things. And, you know, if I can reach men to get to at least a level of them understanding that women, that women don't care about the things that men think they care about, you know, if I can at least start with that, that's, that's the start of something, you know, and it sheds their own beliefs as well, sheds men's beliefs of, of what a man is, what masculinity is. How to show up? How to? How, how, how to? You know, just, just how to be what society tells you to be? Because we don't have, you know, we we, we don't have a right of passage anymore. Men don't have that anymore, not really. You know, we don't have. I mean, like even the word, um, you know, like, I think the word "teenager" was coined in the fifties. It didn't exist before then. You you were a boy, and then you became a man. We didn't go from boy to teenager to man, and what's happened is men have stuck in that they're kind of stuck in that teenager mode. they have never really become men because they don't really know what a man is, what a man is supposed to be anymore, and they're always you know especially in the workplace, you're always like the the gap between the gap between being a, a sexual predator and a man. It's closing. You're almost a rapist now by saying the wrong thing. So you've got to be careful. You know, you, you're always looking over your shoulder, isn't it? So I think if we can just, if, if we can just get rid of all that stuff and just start to see women for who they really are, for, you know, for, for what really makes, what really makes the world, the, the feminine, the, the feminine spirit, I suppose is what I'm saying. If we can just tap into that and just see that, I think, I think it will help, hopefully. Yeah. What do
1: you think, last question, what do you think that women, if it's not about penis size and it's not about, I don't know, how long he lasts or how fit his body is or whatever, yeah. if it's not about these things, what do you think it's about?
0: That's easy for me. I may be wrong, but for me it's easy. <laughs> for me, it, it's, it's intimacy it's intimacy that's the for me it's the most it's the most important thing if a woman has a connection if there's that intimate erotic connection because eroticism isn't sexual is isn't just sexual eroticism is, is 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 having is being focused on something it's being lost in something that's that's erotic you know when you're lost in the moment when you're Totally focused on this thing and nothing else. That's, that's eroticism. And when, when she has that, when that focus is on me as a man, you know, and, and, and she feels connected and intimate with me, where she feels she's reading me because she can feel I'm reading her. She can feel that I'm, I'm giving her what she wants without her asking for it. I, I, I'm there before she she even wants it. Sometimes she feels a connection, but for me, it's not penis size or body shape or or anything. It's that inner that inner connection, that intimacy that you can only feel with certain people sometimes and in certain situations. That's what it is for me. It's just it's that yeah, you have a very
1: important and a very unique. And and just such an important embodiment and a role model for so many people. I think you are a role model for something most men have inside of them but have never known to access and I think you're a role model for
0: women to feel like, Oh, this is the kind of energy. Lovely at least thank you. You've made my deck.
1: If people wanna get into contact with you or wanna learn more about your work, is there a way or is it all super
0: private, which is totally get? We totally can make you as mysterious as possible. <laughs> they can. They can. I'm not really. I'm, I don't have a social okay. profile. To be honest, with you. I am. I'm, I'm connected to a company called Massage Her in London, uh, and they can they can contact me through them. So that's massageher.co.uk. So. Uh, <laughs> they'll find me if they want me they can, they'll can. find me oh, shit,
1: find you. <laughs> thank you so much for
0: being here so. no, thank you Seriously, thank you for making it so easy for me as well you're beautiful Sophie. you're beautiful man. <laughs> <laughs> so many ways you really are
1: Thank you so much, my loves, for listening to another episode of The Deeper Podcast. If you enjoyed this, please pass along to even just one person who needs to hear this. And my love language is very much words of affirmation, so I love, love, love it when you share my work. If there was one sentence that popped out to you from today's episode, please do share it on your social media, tag me in it, and I will shower you with my gratitude. And always, if you want to stay connected, Instagram is the best place. That's where I'm the most active, sophie.josefina, or hop on on my mailing list, sophiejosefina.com. And before I forget, all of these conversations, so every podcast episode is now also available on my YouTube channel, so you can always check it out there.